We are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Peret Chaf Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, Masa Midbar Yom. And we see Yeshayahu is now resuming his very finely tuned Nevoos against the nations that have been traditional, future, past enemies of B'nai Yisrael. And today he goes back to an old enemy that he has dealt with before, specifically Bavel, but he doesn't immediately disclose it's Bavel. From the nature of the Nevoah and the description and the Mephoshim, you will ascertain that he is speaking about Bavel, specifically the last day, the last night of Bavel. Now just keep in mind, and we have stressed this before, the events Yeshayahu is talking about here are 136 years in the future. At this time, Bavel was a speck on the international stage, if that. It was some vassal state subservient to Assyria. The Buchadnezar, of course, uh, was never uh, around at that time. It's 136 years later. And yet, prophetically, to use the word, he's correct in everything he says. And so we begin on Aleph, starting with Masa, which we say is an intense language of prophecy. Masa Midbar uh, Yom Kesufos Benegev Lachalov Midbar Ba Eretz Nora. Specifically, this prophecy concerns the Western Desert, a country in the Western Desert, which would be Bavel because there is a vast desert area between Bavel on the west and what will be known as Paras, Persia, and Madai, Medea, on the eastern side. So this prophecy says that it will come like a passing whirlwind coming out of the east to the west. Coming from a awesome nation, awesome because at that time, Persia and Madai are now ready to assume center stage in world events. They have a powerful army uh, and they are going to soundly and roundly defeat Bavel. Continues the Navi, Chazos Koshen, who godly. The Kaddish Baruch Hu has given me a very harsh prophecy that he has told me. And in a very colorful turn of phrase, Habogade, Bogade, Vahashoder, Shoder, that he, the treacherous, will be outdone in their treachery. Specifically, Bavel will be out treacheried by Madai and Paras. Vahashoder, Shoder. And the robbers, the despoilers, again, will be outdone by these new arrivals coming in like a whirlwind from the east. And now he issues a call to Paras and Madai. He says, Alei Elam, get up Elam. Elam is a province in uh, Madai. 
Suri Madai Kolan Khasahishpati. Arm yourself, Madai. It's a call to battle to the enemies of Bavel. Get ready. All your sighs and all your impressions, oppressions are about to be ended. Your pain and suffering will end. Billy, was Ishayahu written by Ishayahu? Was the not? No. No, it wasn't. Supposedly it's written by Chizkiyahu, though. It's written by Chizkiyahu. But it's written at the same time. Yes. So contemporaneously. So these prophecies existed in some form or other. They were known to the, exactly. the Jews or to yes. others. Yes, exactly. exactly. And they're spot on. Everything he says occurs. And as you say, it is contemporaneous with his And You're talking 130, sometimes 150 years in the future. And then Yeshayahu curiously said, and we know actually it shouldn't be that surprising because he is compassionate. In other words, even if the enemy is doomed, he expresses at times some words of sorrow or sympathy. I myself have pains for the destruction of Bavel. Pains have seized me. Um, like a woman experiencing the pain of birth. Now, I, I repel from listening to what's going to happen to Babel, Nivhalti Meiraos, I'm too shocked to even look at what it is. Now, curiously, Apostle Dalit, Yeshayahu puts himself in Belshazzar's plight. He is speaking as if he were Belshazzar. Who is Belshazzar? Belshazzar is the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar was followed by Evil Merodach, who was a very good king as far as the Jews were concerned. He released uh, Yehoiachin from prison. He elevated him. He started the golden age of Bavel in many respects for the Jews. And so after him comes Belshazzar, who was polar opposite, was not good. And so now he is speaking in the name of Belshazzar, as if Belshazzar is saying this line of dialogue. Ta levavi, my heart is bewildered. I am confused. Pilatzos ba'as nasari, I am trembling, uncontrolled tremors. Why? As Neshef Chashoki Shomli Lecharada, my night, uh, I am bewildered, my night of pleasure has turned into convulsive trembling. What is Belshazzar talking about? Continue one more sentence in Belshazzar's internal monologue. Arachashulchan, I said, prepare the table, the banquet. Sofo Hatsafisa, light the lights. Achal Shasa, bring the food and the drink. Kumu Hashari Mishru Magin, set up the lamp, oil your shields. Tonight will be a party. What are we talking about? It is a very famous party. It's Belshazzar's last night on earth. Let's go to our sources. We know that the Navi, Yirmiyahu, said, and I quote, at the time, 
of the exile to Bovel. Ki koamar Hashem, this says the Kaddish Baruch ki lefim alos lebovel shivim shana, after 70 years of Babylonian rule, Afkireshem, I will return to you in Goas, the Hakimisi Alechem Esdivri Hatov, and I will fulfill my word, La Shiveshem Lamakum Hazeh, to bring you back to Jerusalem. It is a prophecy that at the end of 70 years, I'm coming back to get you. Belshazzar, as the Mesechta Megillah tells us, is very aware of this Nevoah very conscious of it. He has now been told by his astrologers, his wise men, and his counselors that the 70 years have passed. And therefore, this calls for a party. This calls for that they were wrong. He is going to stay in power. He is going to triumph over the Medes and the Persians. But he's 100% wrong. He's wrong because they miscalculated. They have dated the 70 years from when Nebuchadnezzar ascends the throne of Bovel. That's not when it's counted from. It is counted from when Yehoiachin, the king, is exiled to Babylonia by Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuchadnezzar. That's when the A 70 years begins its count, and that is eight years ahead. In other words, they've got eight more years to go. So he miscalculates terribly Belshazzar. He makes this party. This party is, for want of another expression, it's a bacchanalian orgy. It is libidinous, licentious, meretricious. It is designed to celebrate his victory over the Jews. What he does, and we learn this in Masechna Megillah, that he brings up all the kalim, the captured vessels of the Beis Hamikdash that Nebuchadnezzar had brought. He uses the wine goblets to drink, the women, the courtesans, the harlots, drink from the holy kalim that were in the Beis Hamikdash. He even dons the beged of the Kohen Gadol, and they are partying like there was no tomorrow. So how could it have been 70 years if Belshazzar was involved in the exile, in the destruction of Yerushalayim? How could 70 years have passed? How do you know Belshazzar was... Cause, oh, because you're saying his victory. Who's oh no, he had a victory over the Medes and the uh, but his victory in yeah. that he survived, that Bovell has survived. Okay. In other words, Israel didn't win. Seventy years around. Oh, so he th- so he, he he calculated seventy years incorrectly. Right. Thought he was in the clear. Right. And in this other victory. Right. Confirmed that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Suddenly, and I don't want to get too dramatic. Suddenly, at the party, at the height of the debauchery, a hand, a disembodied hand, appears out of nowhere and scrolls on the wall, the Aramaic, mene, mene, tekel, ufarsin. He doesn't know what it is. He summons counselors, astrologers. In the end, it's his wife that tells him there is a person that they brought Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel, his name is, which we know as Daniel, and or really Daniel, and he is brilliant, 
at answering these questions, interpreting dreams or omens, he says, send for him, send for him right away. They bring Daniel to the party. He offers him anything, any money. Then he says, I don't want money. Let me tell you what it says. I have weighed, I have weighed, and have found you lacking in the balance, and ultimately you will be destroyed. That very night, and again, not wishing to appear dramatic, Belshazzar is assassinated. This is the last night of Belshazzar, and for all intents and purposes, the end of the Babylonian Empire. So that's what Belshazzar is bragging about, but he doesn't understand what happened to his big night. Um, and now Yeshayahu continues. He Hashem. Hashem has told me, Lech, go ha'amid ha'mitzapeh, appoint a watchman. Asher yirei yagid. And what he sees, tell me. In other words, tell. In other words, uh, high post a watchman on it. Uh, and the watchman reports that he saw in a heavenly vision the aura rechet semet pushim. He sees a chariot, two men in it, followed by a rechev chamor, a chariot drawn by a donkey, rechev gamal, followed by a chariot drawn by a camel, big shiv, kishiv, uh, and he understands it and he explains it. The explanation, of course, is the two men in the chariot are um, Daryavesh, the king of Madai, and Koresh, the king of Paras, are the two warriors heading for Bavel. Why these chariots, a chamar and a gom, you think it's a horse, speed. No. Kodesh was saying this will take slower time, but it will be done. It's not going to be overnight that they will triumph over Bavel, but it will be a protracted battle. Vayikra Arye al and he continues this watchman, and a lion cried out on the tower. Um, lion here indicates. Um, the guard, some say this guard is Habakkuk. Habakkuk is a lesser Navi, he was a younger colleague of Yeshayahu, who was very involved in the transition uh, from Bavel to Madai and, um, and Koresh of Paras. And that, how do they get this? If you take the gematria of Aryeh of Lion and the gematria of the numerical value of Habakkuk, they are equal. But whatever the God reports what he sees. Um, now, Pasuk Yud. Uh, sorry, Pasuk Tes. V'hinezeh ba rechev ish shemed prashim. Oh, let me finish. I am standing at my guard. I am looking out, guarding B'nai Yisrael. He recounts it a, a chariot with two people come, Semed Uprashim, Avayan, Vayomer, Nafla, Nafla, Bavel. Dual language. Babel has fallen, 
The announcement has come. Once, of course, uh, the nefila, one nafal is for in front of, um, because of the Medes and the Persians, the other is lifnei Hashem. Their judgment comes from Hashem. All its idols are ground thrown to the earth. Um, I heard the um, Malach say, this is the watchman still reporting on his vision, uh, I have heard it that what he is saying is that the once proud Babylonian empire is now no more than dust or loose grain kernels or scattered to the floor of the granary destroyed. And so this is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu has announced, and this is for all intents and purposes the end of Bavel. They will never rise after this. The country will never achieve anything, not forget its former stature. Bavel is gone, and now we are going to turn our attention in just the two Sukkim Nebuah against a really old adversary, Edom. And being a Friday era of Tisha B'Av, let's hold that off till Monday, 8.45 a.m.